The Ryan Tuberty Show on RTE Radio 1 with Elevon Merchant Services. Growing your business is easy peasy with us by your side. That, that business of taking up something that you say, I've always wanted to. You know that sentence that begins, I've always wanted to. Why does that sentence not end for some people? Why is it just dot, dot, dot? Um, and, and, and for others, they do it. I have a load of dot, dot, dots. Why, what, I'd always loved to have. And piano is definitely one of them, which is why I want to talk to Kevin Hannafin. Good morning, Kevin. Nice to talk to you. Hi, Ryan. How are you doing? And nice you're, to talk to you. Yeah, you're based in uh, TU Dublin. used to be DIT. You're on the new Grange Gorman campus. You got in touch with us, Kevin, um, as head of orchestral studies. Why? Um, well, I suppose past, post-pandemic, we uh, well, we were locked down quite a lot for, for during the pandemic. And I think, you know, music and the arts were the first to go and the last to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, but we kind of switched very quickly to online. Um, but coming back, especially in the past three months or so, we our, our ensembles are back. And just the outcry from people to get ensembles back and get things running and get people playing, it really kind of drove home to us how important music is to people and how important playing an instrument is and what you know the far-reaching benefits of playing in music other than like you're making music but like you know what music does to your brain and, and you know how it makes you feel and how you uh, how you live your life like it's well it's, it's obviously been a huge part of my life since I was like eight years of, mm-hmm. of age mm-hmm. um, but um, I was prompted by I suppose some of the, the, the people who wrote in sort of saying you know I I always wanted to do this or I never have or I, I did it to a certain point and then I've stopped um, and we were really sort of keen to get people back into music, get back pe- people back playing. Uh, we've decided to open up our orchestras next year to absolutely everybody, um, whereas before you needed to, to, to be a student of, of the conservatoire or, or, or the university. We uh, were working with Dave Brophy, who's oh, yeah. on our staff. Of course, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, and, like, professionally working with Dave, he, he's absolutely amazing. But um, what he can do with uh, a, a student orchestra or an amateur orchestra is absolutely amazing. Mm. Um, so we've decided to um, open that up to everybody and people who have maybe played for a short period of time or who've given up and want to get back into it but just haven't found, found the right way. Uh, we're kind of going to try and uh, do it like that and, and just get people back playing and, uh, you know, like just have those kind of benefits there the whole time in, ter- in terms of your mental well-being and uh, and, and what it can I know um, a sister of mine who, who, you know, during the pandemic got herself an old jalopy of a piano. It didn't cost an awful lot of money, but but fulfilled a lifelong dream of just teaching herself through, you know, whatever, YouTube or what have you, to play the piano. And I can see it. I'm actually quite envious now, which is not a very attractive trait, but I am that that she can now play the few tunes and that it's, you have that for life and it was good for her uh, sense of well-being. And I can see why, you know, in a pandemic, that, she wouldn't have done that, I don't believe, without the without that self forced isolation. Um, yeah. And the pandemic, the pandemic needed music. It need, we needed every time, even on the Late Late Show, uh, with live music, the, the, just that sense of a salve yeah. for people. You know, it's a very important yeah, to, thing. There's nothing like live music. You know, music is 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 absolutely fantastic, and, and we all speak the language of music. You know, we have seven thousand languages in the world, but we all understand music. Mm. Um, and then live music is. I suppose the next level, but playing live music is, uh, it's, it, 
you, I suppose you can't put into words. That's why why it is music. It's just this amazing feel feeling. And and learning the instrument, you have these kind of what I call mini micro achievements along the way, you know. And then that's endorsed by people, you know, say, oh, you, you sound really good, or you're getting better. Mm-hmm. And then that creates this motivation, and you keep going and going and going. Um, but it's just to have that kind of constant improvement, you know. I think achievement is kind of underrated. Um, but just to achieve something every single day and, and feel good about yourself, you know, where can you go wrong? It's, it's, uh, is, is there an age, like, I, I mean, I, I'm looking for a kind of um, a plumas answer for you, Kevin, from you, Kevin, not that you would give me one, but is there is there an age at which you kind of say, ah, no, you know what, don't don't be, don't be, don't even try now? Or do you think that somebody can retire, for example, and say, I think it's worth a go now? Is there always a, an opportunity to learn? I think so. Yeah, I would definitely agree. There is always that opportunity. I suppose it's finding the right teacher for you. Um, we've certainly got people, uh, uh, a gentleman who completed his master's last year, having retired uh, from a pretty high-profile job, and he came, came back and, you know, he had played all the way along through his, his career, but came back and said, no, I just, uh, you know, and, and it, it was an amazing end-of-year recital. Um, but he was doing it for himself and you know, for his understanding of music, um, and possibly he got more out of doing a master's in music than, than somebody who's doing it as, as a as a career option. Um, you know, just you, you could and you could feel that in, in, in his playing and, and in his performance. Um, I think the key thing is is the what is called the skill to challenge ratio. You know, yeah. if, your, if your skill is a hundred percent, if you can just be operating at four percent above that, you're going to get into this kind of flow state, which um, you know, it's, it's extremely rewarding. Um, so, it's, you know, it's never too late. You're not going to become uh, a professional recording artist with dice gramophone, um, but how many of us are anyway? Mm. Um, but it, I don't think it's ever too too late to start. Um, I think the words talent is kind of bandied a, 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 about a little bit too much. I kind of would see talent as a, a skill set that you've honed through years and years of practice, but you got you got to put in that work. Um, and... I don't even see it as work or hard work. And people talk about, oh, it's, you know, it is hard work. It, you, you just work hard, but you work hard. It, it's, it's quite self-serving, actually, you know, mm. because you like doing it. Um, and so the hours and hours of practice that's, that I've put in, my colleagues have put in, you know, they're very enjoyable. And you, you play what instrument, Kevin? I play saxophone. Oh, what, a, yeah, what a beautiful instrument to play. Yeah, well, I started on clarinet when I was about eight, and okay. then I, I, I kind of moved to saxophone at the age, I don't know, 12, 13, and yeah, it just kind of sat with me like, right, this is it. And, you know, I performed academically well in school and didn't really ever want to go and do music. And then I suppose music just chose me then at the end when it okay. came to the crunch. And my father was a musician and uh, he kind of waited for me to, to push back and say, I really want to do it. And then he was 100% supportive, but you have to, you know, really want to do it. But yeah, no, I love the instruments. Like it, it, it is. It's just part of me, I suppose, part of my life. Did you ever? Is, is it very hard for you as a saxophonist to listen to somebody learning to play the saxophone who doesn't have a musical ear? I mean, how many times do you want to bash your head off a wall when you hear somebody who's really insistent, Labrador-like, enthusiastic, <laughs> but utterly incapable? Well, I don't believe that anybody is is. I think now, Kevin, like- let's be now. Come on, we're all 
adults here. You have to, sometimes you have to say, I love your enthusiasm, but for the love of God, maybe consider and something else, maybe darts. <laughs> oh, I'm terrible at darts. Um, <laughs> I think only about, about 5% maximum of people in the world are actually tone deaf. Okay. And I think a lot of people would just say, okay, I'm tone deaf because uh, I can't sing. Um, but that is... That's, that doesn't mean you're tone deaf, but just a lack of, of musical training and uh, probably in, in a lot of cases, a lack of confidence. And then you have two, three percent who are highly gifted. Mm. So there's the, the 92 percent in the middle of, of the rest of us who, um, you know, it's, you just got to, you know, work hard at it. Mm. Um, but I think people who, right, OK, maybe haven't achieved the professional standards and, you know, are working hard, they're getting way more out of it than probably most professional musicians, you know, for yeah. themselves. You know when um, a fridge door stays open for too long? I do. And it makes a certain Beep. sound, like a binging sound. Not just beeps now, you're a musical guy, Kevin, you know. It makes a certain, <laughs> like, it can be bing bang, bing bang, or something like that. Mm-hmm. I know two fridges that make two different beeping sounds that I'm that I, that immediately trigger the sound of a song that I know. Uh, yeah. One is Live and Let Die by Wings, uh, Paul McCartney Wings, and the other is the Mr. Men theme tune from the cartoon from my childhood. Does this make me gifted or insane? Um, I don't know if it makes you either. <laughs> <laughs> I am thrilled with myself but, with this. But knowledge. I think it, it shows a certain aptitude. You know, you're recognizing you know recognizing the two different pitches when you, and, and you sing songs. Um, from that, yeah, I used to do the same with with um, the old buses in the eighties when you'd be walking, you know, through town. Go on, go on. I'm feeling less. Lesson. I'm feeling less alone now, Kevin. Keep talking. <laughs> and they used to, they used to screech, you know, the, the carbon on, on on the on the metal plates. They don't. It doesn't happen anymore. But buses, you know, the the old orange buses used to, to to screech. And I would challenge myself then to try and sort of go, okay, what is that interval, or what yes. what song can I make out of that? And um, yeah, I remember telling somebody and he kind of thought maybe, yeah, maybe I'm a bit insane or a bit... No, a bit no, weird, no. You see, if we talk this out, we've become less mad. Like, it, there was a... We talked about this before on this show. There was the, there was the bell tower in the City Hall in Dunleary that 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 has the song that goes... Bum, yeah, bum, slightly bum. out of tune. Slightly out of tune. Dum, dum, dum. And I said it was like once in Royal David City. Then somebody else said, no, it's beginning of sorrow, David Bowie. Dum, dum, dum. And then somebody else announced freedom by wham. Dum, 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 dum. So it suddenly turned into this big... So I think we're not we're not alone here, Kevin. I think your bus no, reaching no. my fridges, the bell tower. There was a tap once in the uh, Clifton Blues Festival that turned on. Somebody pointed out it sounded like Dermot Morgan doing a Charles Hawhey and Scrap Saturday. Just for, mm. it was just kind of like, of course. Uh, <laughs> and you know, so you, it sounds, you know, uh, there music music is everywhere. Yeah, well, it is everywhere. It's amazing that, that the two notes can, can, can just, you know, spark that sort of yeah. conversation or, or that sort of reaction in, in your brain. But, it is, yeah, music is everywhere. Like, we, what would we do without it? Well, you know, you know George, George Martin, the Beatles producer, did a, a, a documentary on the origins of music, I think, at one stage. He was talking by, I remember him crouching down by a flowing river and, and pointing to the, to, to pointing, if you can do, to the soundscape of it. And where, mm-hmm. where that could run into a musical run of notes. And then he brought us to a church and where the monks, Gregorian chanting and how they would sing their... And then it would bounce off the ceiling and bounce back. And suddenly now we're into harmonies. And, uh, you know, it's, it's as you say, it's, it's, it's everywhere and it's, it's a gift. 
Yeah, and it, it's. It, I think it's it's our gift to 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 you know try and appreciate it and 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 uh, you know, it's a gift to us rather than having a gift to be able to do it. I think yeah. we should really try and embrace it and you know get as many people you, you know supporting the arts and getting back to listen to music. Like even playing an instrument not to a high level just gives you a huge appreciation of. Um, somebody else and the, and the skill involved and it allows you to appreciate music just in a, in a different way and move you um, we had one, we were doing auditions this week and I had a 8 year old child come in and, and you know she, she had never played a music instrument before and I said you know like, why do you want to play the violin and she said um, well music makes me, makes me calm oh, and yeah. I think that's important yeah. and I was just like wow God, you're eight, yeah. and you figured that out. <laughs> um, you know, uh, and, and it, it really it it moved me, but it, it kind of just took me by absolute surprise. She was so emphatic in the way she said it, like you know, yeah. like as if like of you not know this already. Yeah. Um, and you can just kind of see that one of my pet hates is, is is double screening, and you know, people watching TV and scrolling through things, or you know, kids playing computer games and on YouTube at the same time, watching somebody playing the game they're playing. Um, and it's just this information overload. Yes. That's, you know, when you, when, you, when you get just in a room on your own and, and play an instrument, it's, it's kind of like time will stop momentarily um, and life stops. Everything that you're maybe kind of not worried about, but you know, concerned about, it disappears because you're so focused on what you're doing. But it leaves you with this, uh, I suppose, glow afterwards that of, you know, a sense of achievement, but also of just inner calmness. This it's a bit like jumping in the 40 foot. That's <laughs> a, a different inner glow. <laughs> oh, I'd rather listen to Lyric for an hour than jump in the 40 foot. Uh, Kevin, it's good to talk to you. Thank you so much for your for your take on all of that. Appreciate it. And good luck with, the, with, your, with your course in TU Dublin. Thank you. Great, thanks very That's, much. Uh, Kevin Hadfin joining us there. He's the head of orchestral studies at uh, TU Dublin in Grange Gorman at nine minutes to ten. Uh, I'm doing a master's myself in TUD, says Valerie, in social sciences. And my classes are in the same building as the conservatoire and I cannot tell you how beautiful it is to walk around the brand new East uh, building and this beautiful music is flowing from some of the rooms and it's a privilege to study there. And by the way, my 16-year-old is a beautiful pianist and does a lot of self-training, so it's not uncommon. I'm 64, says another. Uh, I took up the piano last September. I completed my first exam a few months ago, now preparing for my next. Really, uh, really enjoying it. And why should you have to be a child or teenager to learn something new? I had never played the piano before, was able to play the scale of C, found a wonderfully encouraging teacher. Well, that's key, isn't it? A primary school teacher, actually. And I spent two hours... Uh, practicing it yesterday I hadn't intended to but I completely lost track of time as I say you're never too old isn't that lovely um, let's take a quick break <laughs>